speaking, it was done. Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Gospel according to St. Luke, the 14th chapter. When one of those who reclined at table with Jesus heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field, and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you commanded has been done, and still there is room. And the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel people to come in, that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. The master of the great banquet, he invited people not once, but twice. First time he announced that there was a banquet, and the second time that he invited them was on that very great day when everything was ready. He sent out a special messenger to announce, indeed to announce that everything was ready. Come on in, the food's on the table. Come, it's ready for you. Now what this teaches you and me about this Christian faith is that this Christian faith is one great invitation. One big invitation. It just is about coming. Keep in mind, though, that this invitation is not so much a command as if the Lord God is saying, get in here, sit down right now. Rather, instead, it's an offer. It's a gift. It's an invitation to share in the gifts of the kingdom of God. In other words, come. God is expecting you come indeed. Everything is ready. You do not need to bring anything. You do not need to prepare anything or do anything. It's just ready. It's simply done. It's ready for you. Come, receive, partake. You see, as a shepherd seeks for the lost sheep, as a woman gets down on her knees and looks through the dirt for a lost coin, and yes, as a father seeks out for the lost prodigal son, waiting for the son to come home, The same is for the Lord himself. For the sake of humanity, he seeks. God is always seeking. He's always calling. He's always inviting us unto himself. About 1,600 years ago, a Christian in ancient Turkey, a Christian pastor, he said this to his parishioners. He said the following in a sermon. 
pertaining to this text here today, this parable, if you will. Come, you all, enter into the joy of your Lord. The table is richly loaded. Enjoy its royal banquet. The calf is a fatted one. Let no one go away hungry. All of you enjoy the faith of the banquet. All of you receive the riches of his goodness. Let no one grieve over their poverty, for the kingdom has been revealed. Let no one weep over their sin, for pardon has shone forth from the grave. Let no one fear death, for the death of the Savior has set us free. Ah, good stuff. Dear friends, it is important to understand that Christianity is not, first and foremost, a should kind of religion. It is first and foremost, rather, a come kind of religion. In other words, what builds the church and sustains the church is, yes, the invitation. Is that invitation of the gospel, the gospel itself. It's not necessarily the thou shalt and the thou shalt not. Now, please do not misunderstand. The law is indeed good, right, and salutary. The law is important as it reveals our sin, as it shows us the work of our depravity. But it's only the gospel that indeed creates faith. It is only the gospel itself that forgives and sustains the church. That is why we are often invited to come unto the Lord. Come and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Come and receive the forgiveness of sins. Come, receive his gifts. That pastor from long ago, he also told his parishioners in ancient Turkey the following. He went on to say this to them. The Lord's invitation is one of kindness. His goodness is beyond description. Come to me all, not only rulers, but also their subjects. Not only the rich, but also the poor. Not only the free, but also the slaves. Not only men, but also women. Not only the youth, but also the old. Not only those who have sound body, but also the crippled. All of you, he says, come. All of you. For such are the master's gifts. He knows no distinction of slave and free, of rich and poor. But all such inequality is cast aside. Come, he says, all of you who labor and are burdened, and see whom he calls. Those who have spent their strength in breaking the law, those who are burdened with their sins, those who can no longer lift up their heads, those who are filled with shame, those who can no longer speak out. Why does he call them? Not to demand an account, nor hold a court of judgment to them. But why? Well, to relieve them. To relieve them of their pain, to take away their heavy burden. Come. We should also pause a moment and understand that when Jesus says, come, he does not stand at the top of a high ladder, per se, looking down upon us from heaven, waving for us to come on upward up that ladder, to start climbing. Come on now, get climbing. Jesus, he's also not running away from us, as if he's on some sort of diligent path to heaven, calling us to come, to hurry up and catch up to him, that we have to pursue him. We better keep up or we might lose him. No. Jesus himself has climbed all the way down, all the way down the ladder, to come right before you and me, He came down from heaven and he was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and he was made man. He came by being born in a manger to us. He came and he died on the cross for us. He came to prepare the banquet of salvation for us. And now today, 
he sends his servants to extend his invitation, his invitation yet again. Come, for all things are now ready. There's nothing you can add to this feast. There's nothing you can bring to this feast. It is all done. It's been prepared for you. It is all for you. Come. But this is where the hiccup comes in. As you and I know from this parable, mankind often hears this great invitation and finds something better else to do, something else better to do. I bought a field. I bought five yokes of oxen. I have married a wife. Yada, yada, yada. I cannot come. I have excuses. Have me excused. This was the response. Is it not the same today in our day and age? Dear friends, the great tragedy is that we end up accepting the wrong invitations in life. You see, the world comes along, the world dangles all these great invitations with promises to boot for us. And so we'd rather attend these invitations. And so we miss the banquet of Christ. And we settle for the lesser things in life. Empty things, hollow things, things that do not last. This is the reason why our Christ Jesus, why he laments. O Jerusalem, O Jerusalem, how often I ached to embrace you. The way a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you, yeah, you would not let me. And yet Jesus still invites. The invitation continues to go out in season and out of season. People will reject, they'll neglect, and they'll scorn the church as old-fashioned or out of touch. Nonetheless, the invitation will continue to go out to everyone. It goes out to all of those who are on the back streets, to those who live in dirty little places, to those who live also in fine houses. Come. The good news is that you do not have to be perfect, though, to come. Come as you are with all of your sins, with all of your sorrows, with all of your weaknesses and failures and problems and anxieties and guilt and shame. Come to the only one who can forgive you of all of your sins to heal you, to grant you assurance and a conscience at peace. Come to the one who on his cross opened his arms wide to you. Come for now is all ready. Keep in mind, though, that coming to Jesus isn't just a one-time thing. No one can say, oh, I did that once upon a time, I'm good to go, or I came to that church service on Christmas once upon a time. No coming to Jesus is a way of life. It begins with baptism. It continues as we live in our baptisms with repentance and faith. It continues as we come to the sanctuary each and every Sunday, each and every week, to receive the holy absolution, to receive the body and blood of Christ upon our tongues and into our bellies. You see, he who came down from heaven to meet us on our level, he still is with us on our level. Baptized saints, Jesus does not stand at the top of the ladder. He does not stand at the top of the ladder calling us home, but rather he comes down the ladder below you and me, and he lifts us up on his strong shoulders and he carries us up the ladder himself. And so today, right now, right here, let us be bold this day to admit our lame excuses for not coming to the great banquet regularly. Let us not play the old Adam games with silly justifications for neglecting the great invitation, 
But instead, let us lay aside the excuses. May our sinful excuses be crucified unto Christ as we simply receive with empty hands all that he has already done for you and for me. Yes, come to him today and tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Come for all is ready for you. Come indeed, you who are puzzled and seek meaning for life. Come you who are confused and want an identity. Come you who have failed marriages. Come you who have stumbled and fallen because of the laziness of your life. Come you who want to pull the covers over your heads because of your sexual guilt. Come you who are anxious and fearful of life. Come you who mourn and weep with sorrow over an abortion. Come you who struggle with anger and gossiping tongue. Come one and all. Everything is ready for you. Come. Baptized saints, never stop coming. Because the Lord never stops inviting and never stops forgiving. In Christ, as we hear time and time again, there is more forgiveness and grace in Christ than there is sin in you. So we come and we respond and we hear that invitation. Come, those of you who are blessed, take what's coming to you in this kingdom. It's been ready for you since the world's foundation. Come, it is all ready for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.